I'm Logan. I'm Jess. And I'm back. (laughs) 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 This is automatic for the people. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Legion podcast. It only took five episodes into the last season of Legion, but Ryan dusted off his microphone. <laughs> um, welcome I back, did have man. to dust it, too, like just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's good to be back, but... Uh, the time travel thing had to, it, it kind of just drugged me back into, it's like, oh my God, this is the same crap we've been talking about for like four oh, years. <laughs> Since Mr. Robot, season one, episode one. <laughs> hey, we should get high and watch Back to the Future part two. Oh my God. <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, time travel, man. Um, I, I sent you guys a tweet. Um, About the musical? This, yeah, this season really just makes me want, uh, what's his name, from Tonic, to, to just write a musical. And, like, mm-hmm. Legion the musical would be beyond fantastic. I mean, it would. I would like a Legion stage play, but I feel like that's not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I'd totally be down for a musical. I'd see it. So, anyway. What's the dude's name I'm trying to think of from Tonic? I don't know. Um, Tonic was not a band that I listened to. Well, he's the dude that did, he does all the music for Legion. He does? Really? Yeah. He was the lead singer of Tonic, I believe. So I didn't know that. Oh, really? He did the whole soundtrack that just came out last year. Uh, uh, Jeff Russo. That's the lead singer from Tonic? Uh, he's the dude in Tonic, yeah. He's a dude from Tonic, but I'm sure pretty sure he was the lead singer all right i got nothing (laughs) i can google one tonic song and i can't even tell you the name of the song (laughs) i'm just like oh yeah that's that one the way yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't even know that was by tonic so you're doing better than me and i think it's because in it's in like uh uh one of those stupid Teen comedy movies like uh, I can't even th- like she's one all- of the two members oh, of yeah. American rock band Tonic Emerson Hart and Jeffrey so no crap huh. well this dude's uh, I, I think his career so composer, composer for Fargo <laughs> Legion alternative uh, rock Star and Trek post Discovery. grunge See? Grunge. Told you there's a grunge influence, Logan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? I just, like, nailed y'all to the wall. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Kind of. Welcome back. You can leave now. Uh, His (laughs) wife is Nina Gordon, who is in the band Veruca Salt. Does she do music for this show, too? (laughs) I don't know, but I'm just saying, the dude, Jeff Russo. He's killing it, man. The music. Yeah, the music he puts together for this show is ridiculous. See, that I know Tonic wasn't huge, but uh, I mean, they were big enough in 90s grunge or whatever that this dude would have musical connections. So that probably explains uh, a lot of the songs that they're able to clear. I mean, I know it helps that it's it's uh, FX. Fox, whatever, and Noah Hawley's, you know, kind of a, a, a it guy right around there. <laughs> yeah, but like clearing music is like no joke, man. I They've got to have some budget to be able. To, I mean, some of the songs they have done. The the song in this episode. <laughs> the song in this episode. The song yeah. from the finale of finale, almost finale of last season, or was it season one? Behind blue eyes. Yeah. I would think that was last season. I think it was too. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just the super, super well known ones. Yeah. When they started singing uh, What's So Funny About, I was like, how did you get the clearance for this song? Like, that's crazy. I mean, it's awesome. And it was so well done and bizarre. Yes. yeah, I just I love the end of this episode. As like devastating as it was, I would, I just thought it was so freaking well done. I agree. It was it was extremely well done. But yeah, devastating is a good word for it. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping with our tradition of like, hey, skip it to the end. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to talk about this show. Jump straight to the end. <laughs> but well, the end was. Pretty phenomenal. I it's well, it's it's weird coming off of the end of last week's episode, where he's just like, "I am God," and we do kind of just this episode is kind of him proving that point. A little bit in the beginning, that was kind of scary. I was like, "Oh, wow." He really is crazy powerful. And we finally get to see uh, the, uh, the I am Legion moment. I mean, it really, that's what it is. But mm-hmm. we've only had a mild understanding of like, yeah, no, there's more than just like David and his kind of like evil self or whatever in there. And I don't think Sid fully understood that either until she was confronted with like oh no no there's hundreds of me yeah i'm not sure that even the shadow king understands that um he lived in his head yeah it it, that kind of blew me away just a little bit i was like well i'm not sure when it when it happened, the I am Legion stuff, I was I was just blown away. I was like, I'm not sure that anyone understands the like 
backfire that that's about to be upon them. <laughs> well, and it it comes on the the heels of them basically executing their master plan. Granted, at the cost of a lot of people's lives, but this was the plan, right? For uh, we didn't know it, but when it happens, I was like, oh, okay, that was the plan. Have Sid switch yeah. bodies and um kill him while she's in control of the body she would go back to her body presumably and that that's it he's done like we've already lost almost everybody else and but this will end it this will keep him from destroying the world only instead of that much in the same way David winds up creating his own madness or, or maybe not his own madness, but driving his mother mad at least uh, and kind of fostering what would become his, his own madness. Yeah. That's some of my favorite stuff that's happened this year. Is... Yeah. It was pretty phenomenal. It was such a haunting episode. Like um, you go back so and try funny. to change things, but in reality, you're the one that caused a lot of it to begin with. <laughs> well, then, and that's what happens with our quote-unquote good guys in this episode. Their plan to end David and save the world is actually what winds up really releasing... Legion. Legion. Yeah. And so now, I mean, Sid is supposedly mindless everybody's dead except Tonomy. i think the carries are both still alive yeah i guess they're just badly wounded i i guess we don't really see them dead so i think the male carry was did anything happen to him at all i think he was probably okay yeah i didn't i don't remember anything he was just kind of laying there, like, singing at the end, so I wasn't sure. It felt like at that point, David was, like, projecting into all of them. Right. To me, right? Yeah, okay. especially when old buddy in space started singing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh... <laughs> I kind of giggled, like, uh, of course he's singing. <laughs> Of course he is. It's Legion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this episode, I talked about people dying. We saw a lot of characters gone in this episode that didn't feel like the deaths we saw in the first episode of the season. This felt way more permanent, especially um, Aubrey Plaza stabbing herself in the neck. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, that that was pretty serious. Um, I kind of threw my arms up and was like, really, is that going to be the end of her in this show? I mean, maybe not. I mean, I hope you guys are with me. I hope not. I mean, it's the last season. She's got to be a main part of the last season. Not just, uh, I lost my wife and my daughter and I watched them die and, now I want to die, and now she's done. That can't well, be what's going on. I mean, if it is, it's very fitting. I mean, if you go back and watch 
from the pilot and just that whole relationship with Lenny. It's so uh, to the point that like David shows back up and we get it more of that creepy daddy stuff. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> um, and daddy, daddy. Uh, yeah, like, that's the one thing I would just want to be like, Hey, Noah Hawley, could you like cool it? Like, we got the idea. Like, please stop. <laughs> um, uh, no, he shows back up and like all he he he's just like, I need Lenny. Like, I need you. And I'm not sure why. Other than like she's been such a like pivotal part of moving him towards all of this. But in the last two episodes, we've seen. Or, well, actually, really since the beginning of the season, maybe since the second episode, we've seen her start to slowly realize that, like, yeah, it was fun. And now our our ideals or dreams or goals or whatever, they're not lining up. And you've put yourself in this messiah role. And you you think you're above me and all of this and i i don't want to do this with you anymore i just want to go off and be with my wife girlfriend whatever live our weird little you know thing and just be done with you and he will not let I'm her i'm sure go. you guys are with me her insecurities uh they broadcast themselves like what, I mean, it was like the first episode immediately when the time traveler finally made it to David. Uh, glitch or what's Switch. her name? Switch. Uh, <laughs> Switch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just from Ralph Breaks. I always want to call her Stitch or Glitch or yeah. Um, she. I mean, she immediately the first time she meets uh, Switch. She's like, I'm his number one, blah, 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 and this and that, blah, blah, blah. She's immediately jealous. Oh, yeah. So, Especially yeah, her when insecurities. She's like, when are... she can't hook up with her. <laughs> she's like, I'm into boys. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, her insecurities are just pouring out everywhere. And uh, you see them... Like when she goes smarts off at David and he's like, be careful. <laughs> You're going to make me mad. And, you know, nothing good happens when he's mad. <clears throat> um, I watched, I rewatched all the episodes today. So I'm stuck on when he comes out of one of the rooms with Glitch and switch I'm gonna, yeah switch and uh <laughs> I, I know i'm gonna say it wrong every time i'm gonna say it wrong but when he comes out of the room and he gets angry and explodes but that's where the episode ends okay is that what released the time demons no i think her going back too far released the time demons who well, don't show up in after that all. episode is the episode with the time demons. I mean, yeah, but she's talked she talked about it before about going back too far. No, no, I agree. Yeah, I understand that. Um 
I was just wondering if that's what released like this broad spectrum of time demons. I mean, maybe, but that would imply that they were like that he was keeping them in control. I don't think so. Maybe I mean I could be misreading it, but the t- you're talking about the time. Oh, I was thinking so. more like he shattered like he shattered walls in the the time tunnel that she goes into. I was oh. thinking more along those lines. Oh, okay. Oh, because he's like freaking out or whatever and trying to. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in his to fix things, he kind of shattered walls in that time tunnel. And that's re- what released him into all different parts of well, time. Where, where Either are that or them just like straight messing with the timeline. Because I don't think she's messed with the timeline quite, quite as much as he's asking her to do. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, it's a problem with time travel, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we could debate this for hours. <laughs> and and my, we've so I'm Ryan. I'm assuming you didn't listen to any of the other episodes, which is fine. <laughs> um, uh, so we've talked about this in uh, kind of conjunction with like other time travel things in TV shows, and how there's always these kind of creatures or you know time race langoliers whatever that are out to kind of set yeah i was gonna bring that up too are these not the creepiest time things you've ever seen yes Uh, like legit in my nightmares (laughs) but where the hell were they in the time outside time isn't that what farouk says yeah they I exist just, outside time. Then he says something about black holes where technically because of physics, time th- is very strange and doesn't really exist in normal I ways. Just, I mean, specifically in this episode, like we don't see anything. Yeah, we did. The very, what, very end in the last literal frame of the episode, we saw one. Okay. Yeah. So whatever they did, I don't think they they just regrouped. I don't think they're done. They just kind of regrouped to go back after David. They're definitely Um, not. Yeah, I think I think he kind of banished them or did whatever he did to save everybody. Scared the crap out of. That's yeah. But I agree. I think they're they're re quote regrouping and coming back now that they have yet another opportunity and now they know what they're dealing with. Okay. Yeah. I'd see. I only got a chance to watch it once. Unfortunately, <laughs> last night was the first time I've been in my apartment in 12 days. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> uh, I went on vacation down in Columbus and then I, house sat for slash dog sat for a friend for several days and so like i got home and it's like i'm so tired (laughs) i just want to sleep on my couch so (laughs) i didn't get a chance to rewatch it yeah i was lucky enough today i didn't have anything to do so i just started at episode one and watched the whole thing over again oh well yeah, I would love to do. I would love to do that f- just from the beginning of the show, just to see 
Once it ends, I want to do a rewatch. Yeah. It's so freaking well done. Um, I might do that before Dragon Con. I'm hoping to get put on a Legion panel, but we'll see. What are they? Are they gonna have one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So you know how Dragon Con has like the different tracks, right? So like, yeah. So like Legion and like literally every other superhero TV show is on a different track than like Mr. Robot and Agents of Shield. It's really weird. So like that track because they have so much going on, it's like an official like application process kind of um although i applied last year and had never done it and got stuck on two panels one that i didn't even apply for which is legion <laughs> <laughs> that worked out well. uh, aren't you glad though so glad it worked out super well so i'm hoping that i get put back on that panel now that i've that's like, like the most it. that's like my favorite email that we've ever gotten or <laughs> message or whatever it was like um hey guys <laughs> i uh wound up on this legion panel and uh, I know you watched the show. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is going to sound super crazy. <laughs> but it was fun. So I'm hoping to do it again this year. But we'll see. They just, I mean, I literally just applied today. They just released the uh, the application. So I will absolutely attend that panel, assuming it's on a day that I'm going to be there. So. Okay. Well, I'll let you know as soon as I, as soon as I know. Oh, we don't even have dates and times for the one we're doing. So yeah. So, which Ryan is in. I'm saying he's in. I'm not giving him a choice. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if I don't have a choice, then... All right. It's literally the last effing season of Mr. Robot. We were the first Mr. Robot podcast. This is our only oh, right chance about that. to do a Mr. Robot panel. This is it, man. That's it. Yeah, so, you're right about that. He's so right. you got to do it. <laughs> We're already going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jess is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Hell, Spencer said he was going to be there. We'll see if that happens. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Oh, if I go, I'm going to guilt him into going. Yeah. I'll send him, like, e- uh, emails and texts for and add him on Twitter for a week. Like, so you we're, piece we're, of crap. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting off of Legion. Let's just talk some more about Legion. Yeah, okay. sorry. I got us so, off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to I want to make sure we don't skip over anything. It feels weird because I feel like we basically touched on everything in the episode, but there was so much stuff that happened. But really, it was all about David playing God for the whole episode. I mean, he just like well, I mean, David, David goes to war. That's what. Yeah. That's when, when you look up the description of the episode, yeah. it says David goes to war. That's the description of the episode. They and, have the uh, best it's very fitting. <laughs> yeah. I love how they just give you one sentence and it's like, David does this. I'm like, this is amazing. Why cannot all shows just do this? <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, here's a two paragraph rundown of what happens in the episode. Like, I don't need that. I just need. I I need the like kind of like what would be the not book title but like chapter title you know like, which is fitting since their episode titles are chapter numbers yeah. and we didn't even talk so this is season three episode five chapter twenty four right yes okay I always get confused. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I we keep checking do. on the episode numbers every week, hoping that that extra one episode gets added. Like, come on, nine episodes. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> There's no way this thing's been produced in the can for months, probably. Yeah. yeah as much that, as we might yeah. want it, it would feel tacked on and probably ruin it. Well, I think they'd had that problem last season with the uh, extra episode or two. Is it felt very much towards the end, like, okay, y'all just tacked on some crap so that y'all could get rid of some film or something? I mean, well, I I think they had this this plot that he was exploring uh, with the the creature, and I mean, it was all fine. It just seemed like it didn't really amount to much, other than I guess pushing. Pushing all the right buttons to put David in the position of like, oh, you thought this was it's kind of a magic trick or a, a illusion or whatever. No, or, that, yeah, oh, that's a good. You think this is the the thing that's going on, but here's what was really going on. Um, yeah. And they kind of do the same thing with this episode or with this season where you thought, oh, you think this is the thing that's going on? No, here's what's really going on. You thought that he had like. Uh, multiple personalities or whatever the technical term is like yeah i mean he did but it's way more intense than you ever thought it was so and it actually falls much more in line with the comic book version um because he's he he's got you know a hundred different personalities and rather than just the I think we talked about it earlier in the season, Jess, where we were like, we definitely know there's three. Yeah. Because we had kind of seen them talking to each other more or less. Um, but They were now, arguing at the end of season two. And then we sort of, see, we, you're right, we see them again in the beginning of this season, don't we? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. like the time traveler kind of catch him at one point. Yeah. like In his little house. Ma- yeah having a multiple conversation with himself. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it, it kind of bugs me. I, I think I know where you get switch from Ryan, because was isn't that the name of the M night Shyamalan movie? Her oh, well, name is actually switch. i uh, not switch. Uh, no, that's called split. Never mind. Uh, what were you calling her? Twitch. See, now you got me all confused. Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Split Sam Night Shyamalan movie. Never mind. Did y'all <laughs> see that? No, I haven't seen the last two. Ryan, is it is Split the last one, the latest one? That's the middle uh, one. Yeah. Um, it's Glass. Unbreakable, Split, and then Glass. Yeah. I haven't seen Glass, but yeah, I've seen the rest of them. Yeah. Split is pretty good. Um, but he definitely steals the idea. Well, I don't want to say steals. He definitely borrows the idea of like, hey, each one of these personalities has a different kind of ability. And that's very much Legion in the books. Here it feels like it's more cohesive, although it could very well be that he's accessing different personalities with different powers at any given time. And we we're just not seeing it because it's happening so fast. Um, at any point in time during this season, did y'all wonder if 
the commune or the cult or whatever it is that he's leading was actually just inside his head. And those were multiple personalities of his. No, I just assume all his personalities look like David. So, um, and calling himself daddy would be even creepier. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, at one point in time during like the first two episodes, I was like, is this just him worshiping himself? But see, you do this with every show. You got it right with Mr. Robot. <laughs> but every <laughs> show we watch, you're like, eh, it's all in his head. Like, everything's in his head. Like, no, you were only right that one time. <laughs> but, I mean, I was just wondering. I don't believe it now uh, because of all the other things that have happened. But in, like, the first two episodes, I was like, is he just inside his own head? Worshipping himself because that would be crazy ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it would it would make a little sense. But it would make a little sense. I but, think I'm uh, with the yeah, the cult exists outside of his head. Although I did find it odd that whatever like he's got you know that like kind of I don't know what else to call it, that like cone kind of thing that when he like levitates, he's like kind of in, but then you see yeah. exactly the same thing in his mindscape. I thought that was a little weird that like his actual wherever they're living and then his like mindscape are like literally one in the same. I don't know why I found that odd, but or maybe just confusing. I wasn't expecting it to be, I guess, exactly the same. It's so is it it's kind of the whole art imitates life or does life imitate art kind of thing yeah i see what you're saying um like is it in his mind because it actually exists or does it exist because it's in his mind right like is he projecting it to kind of exist that way right yeah um i would love to know what that is though like what what's the is it some kind of like installation he's taken over or or did he just create it out of thin air? I don't know because it feels like when he's like hovering in that cone thing for lack of a better word, it's kind of like him trying to like channel and focus his reach or energy or whatever you want to call it like it's got like a broadcast because eventually like when Farouk is trying to reach him and he's trying to find them like they're they connect. And it's always when he's like hovering in that state that he connects with other people. That's how he connected with Sid and Farouk and whoever else he's reached out to. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a question I have for you guys. So kind of towards the end of last season, you got this Farouk's not that bad of a guy. <laughs> but, <laughs> so much. <laughs> but in the same sentence, you have to look at this season and go, but he, he is a major catalyst in everything that's going wrong right now. I mean, yeah, but he, it's this thing we've talked about endlessly uh, on this podcast about this show, about Mr. Robot, not so much about Preacher. Um, but it's the whole uh, seeing yourself as the bad guy. Are you the bad guy? How other people see you? Like, 
it's yeah, you're always the bad guy in somebody else's story. We've right. yeah, we've discussed that at no but to no end. What happens when it turns out like you actually are the bad guy? You know, uh, just because you do something that seems like you're not the bad guy doesn't mean you're not the bad guy. So, I, I mean, it's Farouk is such a, a an interesting beast, for lack of a better word. Yeah, I think the episode with uh, Stephanie Corneliuson and uh, the whole, you know, him driving his his own mom crazy. I think that showed a lot about Farouk. And uh, because when Charles was, you know, he was like, oh, I found this other guy. I'm going to go visit him. And then it's like, oh, crap. He's the one that opened the door to let the Shadow King in. To begin with, right? Are out. So, th- again, I know you didn't listen to the episode. So, just can back me up or contradict me here. I don't really remember where we landed on this. So, I had this theory that most of that, or I don't want to say I, but I also don't want to say we because I don't want to put words in Jess's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just spit so, it out and I'll confirm or deny. <laughs> this theory that most of that wasn't real. They weren't in a house. They were still in the hospital. Xavier had like created all of that in her mind. He was going there or while he was there, discovered the shadow King, this person that was just like him and kind of manipulating her to dig into the shadow King, but also falling in love with her and it, it the weird thing is like where does david come in if you know, but i was never i could never like piece all of that together but there's so much stuff there that adds to the fact that like a lot of that wasn't real that he you know maybe he didn't really leave or maybe him leaving was not him actually leaving it was him being uh, kicked out of the hospital because, hey, he knocked up a fellow patient. Um, if you had told me that, like, before the season started, I would have told you you were crazy. Um, but we saw the, uh, I guess, humanness of Charles when he found himself in that bunker and he told that guy to kill himself. And that kind of lets you know that he... This ain't the same guy you see that's almighty in the comic books or well, see, the I guy would, you've seen in the movies. I would disagree with I would think I, I've much like the way I, I talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi on our Star Wars podcast. I do not think he's the altruistic noble hero that he likes to portray himself as. Well, so, I mean, I've never thought that, but. It's always come off that way. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there are the few storylines that portray Professor X as kind of a bad guy. Yeah. Um, And actually, that's what I enjoyed about this last Dark Phoenix movie was it kind of put that in a new light that, like, he's not that guy y'all think he is. No, I haven't seen Dark Phoenix. Yeah, it's not good. Don't watch it. 
Um, it, it was <laughs> better God, than Apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, come on. <laughs> it would almost have to be. Um, anyway, I, before we get too far away from what I said, am I wrong about when we were having that discussion? No, no, that's definitely kind of where we were going with it, that it was not necessarily happening that a lot of that, like the, the, the idea of like the house and just like, because she was trapped there. Yeah, no, it was definitely, we landed on that. It was all happening in her head. We, I don't think we could come to an agreement on why Charles left. Um, other than like, it was obviously to go and like find Farouk at, But I think out of all of that, like what I keep coming back to with Farouk is from the time that he like, quote, like finds him and like for better, for worse, basically like invites him into his life and he takes over his son. Like, what is Farouk's end game? I still don't know, like what his end game is. So in the question in the books. He's just forever manipulating and moving from mind to mind. Um, and it never really gets to a point other than like, oh, I don't know. I just want to live forever and mess with people. Um, He's like playing a never ending chess game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that in the books, that's kind of his fascination with Xavier. Um, here we don't get so obviously in this show so much of Xavier, but um, maybe that's because he's just using David as a chess piece. But in in the comics, there's definitely this this uh, mental chess game because they they're kind of each other's match, and Farouk will go to the links that uh, Charles will not, even though he's not the good person that he always thinks he is. Uh, he, there are certain lines he doesn't cross and Farouk obviously will cross them. Um, I think the big question, even, even though we're not talking about this specific ep- episode, but Ryan hasn't got to talk about any of it. So, uh, my question is where the hell is Charles now? Ooh, yeah. Good question. Yeah. That's, that's one I don't think we'll get an answer to, but it's a very good question. Um, uh, my biggest thing was was meeting her instrumental in his kindness and kind of like friendship with with Eric with Magneto. I mean, we're because, not going to explore that in this show. I, yeah, I know, but. Seeing in, obviously, he went in her mind, and he saw that she was, you know, involved in this war, like, personally. Um, when he finally meets Eric, does is that instrumental in his friendship with him? Like, he kind of feels that towards him the same way he felt about that towards her. Um, I, mean, I thought I, that I, was pretty interesting. I would love I to see see this. We won't get to know. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see this show and what Noah Hawley's doing wind up uh, because we've talked about it that he's he's had meetings with Kevin Feige, and we know 
with Disney now owning basically Fox's movie studio and all their properties, the X-Men are officially back in the Marvel uh, suitcase. And there's, it's only time before they start integrating them, you know, into this universe, cinematic universe that they've created. I would absolutely love it if somehow this show winds up being instrumental in creating that X-Men universe. I know it's not going to happen, but it I hope he's involved in some kind of way. Um, maybe you could give him his own kind of cartoon or something like that. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to the most, actually, from this Fox merger is more X-Men animated stuff. Um, well, just, we haven't just, got it in a while. And I really would love to see it. You watched uh, Fargo, right, Jess? Yes, um, uh, I did. Which apparently season... What, they got to season two? Three, uh, I think. And I think yeah. four is... I think Com- they took like a two-year break. Like four yeah. is coming, but... Yeah, I, I want to say he talked about it... Um, right before san diego um okay that that season four is coming and i think 2020 yeah i i know a lot of fargo fans are probably like what the hell this stupid superhero show well it's not really a superhero show but this stupid comic book show (laughs) kind of (laughs) you know took over your your all your time but I, i i hopefully those people watch it because I, it, it's such a I don't know it's it's a story it's not something I, I think we ever really get uh, Mr. Robot is doing it uh, Preacher is doing it Legion's doing it these like no we have an end game we know where we want to go with this and once we get to the end like that's the end and that's okay um, well, I mean television's it? leaning that way so it is. And I know you guys haven't really watched Fargo, but what's so great about it is that it's each season. I mean, it's an anthology show. So each season is self-contained, but they can they connect. There's always a connection between each season. So this, the story take, you know, they, I don't know if they get 12 or 13 episodes, but their story is complete at the end of each season. And then in that final episode, you start to see how it connects back to the prior seasons. It's really cool. Yeah, I got to catch up with it. It's he's really become, cool. He's become like my new favorite person. Yeah, like I saw I, like the first three, probably three episodes. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, the guy actually that I was talking about, Jeff Russo from Tonic. Mm-hmm. He's a composer on that show, too. Yeah, a lot of the same people on Fargo, a diddly gin. It's, it's a lot of the same people. Yeah, he's working on Picard right now. He's working on the oh, music for Picard. Cool. Um, but I, Next Generation was the only Star Trek I ever really cared about, but I'm so far removed from it at this point that like, I don't remember anything other than the characters' names. But I'm kind of pumped. <laughs> like, I, I really kind of want to see this. Uh, yeah, you know, he just got done filming with... Uh, Number one, what's his name? Uh, he's Riker. a voice actor. Yeah, Riker. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes. He's also a director. Frakes. 
yeah. he's directed several episodes of Legion, uh, Legion of Agents of Shield. Oh. I think he's done a couple of uh, what's his name show on Fox too, the Star Trek ripoff. Oh, the Orville. He? Yeah. Yeah, Which, the Orville. Did you see that the Orville's moving to Hulu only? That's oh, not no, surprising. I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw Paliki and uh, what's-his-name got mar- divorced after two months of being married. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. She needs to be written off that show and come back for the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, that yes. would be cool. That would be amazing. <laughs> Jess watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we've only ever briefly talked about it. <laughs> I'm also behind on this season. Yeah. Just, I'm just gonna toss that out there. I watched it's, the. I've only seen the first five episodes of this. It's season. okay. I mean, it, it it's fine, but at this point, they're like so far removed from everything else that I feel yeah. like nothing has any consequence anymore. Yeah, well, I think that's what they were trying to get to. I think they wanted to disentangle themselves from the MCU and kind yeah, of. Yeah, I've actually kind of enjoyed it more that now that they've dis like disavowed their self from like okay we're just gonna do our thing y'all do y'all's thing <laughs> mm, it's fine it just i don't i feel like nothing has any consequence especially what well, we've all seen at least the first few episodes of this season but if you haven't i guess spoilers especially when colson comes back oh yeah colson and i'm just like so what kind of craziness are we living in now? <laughs> yeah, but you kind of kind of knew we weren't going to lose quite Greg, but Yeah. Yeah, I, no way he falls out of. Yeah. It's been a, it's been okay. It it's been fun to at least like have the characters on television so I can be like, "Oh yeah, I love these people." Um, I haven't loved the story. The last season I think was or the last season was probably my favorite besides the first season. Um I I really liked the season when Gemma got lost on that planet. I don't know why, but I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that I was re- pretty good. It was a really good season. I didn't care as much for Brett Dalton as Hive. I mean not because yeah. of Brett Dalton, because I love him, but just the hive character and like everything they did with it just didn't quite do it for me. I was rooting for framework ward to end up back in the real world. That's what I wanted so much. So, um, that, that actually might be my single favorite, uh, like agents of shield plot line, the front yes. when they to the framework. I freaking loved it. It was so good. We are lo- getting ghost rider though. I don't know if you were a fan of the ghost rider. It was okay. It wasn't <laughs> my favorite storyline. I, I liked I, the LMDs better than the storyline better than the Ghost Rider one, yeah. to be honest. Uh, I I really enjoyed the Ghost Rider stuff, so I'm kind of excited about it. So I liked that actor. I thought he was phenomenal, but yeah. the storyline itself, I was just kind of meh. So, we have anything else to say about Legion? I know we were all over the place. We went all over the place. I don't think I really have anything else from that episode. No, no. I just, I, uh, time travel is a 
Son of a gun. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm really, really curious to see what they do with next week. Really curious. I I read the, the one sentence description. And it appears to be Sid heavy, which is interesting because from the last thing he said was like he wiped her mind. So But she's trapped in his mind. Yeah. Hmm. I, that's what that was. That's what I thought. So I, I don't know. It's, it's gonna be gonna be fun. Um, we want to talk about Mr. Robot and those pictures. <laughs> Even though we have no idea what they mean, if they mean anything, if the but oh I'm my god, like one pictures. picture. <laughs> Did you watch the teaser, Ryan? Uh, they posted a bunch on Twitter a few hours ago. No, then no, I haven't seen it. I got a freaking email. I don't know if you're on. I did this, too. Yeah, I was. Their just like, emails are like the single oh. greatest marketing campaign I've ever seen in my life, and I'm like yeah. in awe of it. It's so awesome. I love what they do. They put them all on Twitter too, but like their email campaigns are the best. I, I've never been like I unsubscribe from everything. I'll sign up for anything, and then after like three emails, I'm just like, "Where's the unsubscribe button? I'm tired of this crap." But I mean, <laughs> we're going on four years, and every time I get a Mr. Robot email, I'm like, "Oh, this is so exciting!" Even when it's dumb crap, <laughs> and I'm like, "You know, that doesn't mean anything." But oh my god, these emails are so awesome! Like the Mr. Robot face in the snow, or the yes. Mr. Robot mask on the on the Christmas wreath. Yeah, <laughs> you have no idea what they mean, but it's so amazing. The the mark. This is it has to be my single favorite like marketing for a show ever. And I know I'm like biased because I love this show so much, but it's just so damn fascinating. The marketing before I ever saw, it's what got me to watch the show. I'm like, yes. dude, riding around on this train, like talking to himself, but it's like, he's talking to me. And, you know, I was drugged up in the hospital at the time. So I was like, am I losing my mind? What is going on? <laughs> Who is Mr. Robot? I was like, I don't know who is Mr. Robot. You need to tell me now. <laughs> oh, it just, oh, Sam Esmo's a genius. Him and Noah Hawley need to team up and just like do something amazing. <laughs> I think my mind would explode if that ever yeah. happened. But it needs it, to happen. They have a lot of the same influences. Um, yeah. They're like basically the same person. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, not really. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, those those pictures. If you if you haven't seen them, they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter. If you're on their their email distribution list, you got an email. Um, I mean, they're all over the place. If you're looking for Mr. Robot, uh, they were in my newsfeed because <laughs> Mr. Robot's on my newsfeed. So anytime anything happens, it's like, hey, Mr. Robot news. Um, it, it's some behind the scenes pictures. Um. It's pictures of masks on uh, Christmas wreaths. It's uh, tells us absolutely nothing, but also got me really excited. Um, we were talking about this before we started recording and what this might mean for the premiere. Um, I'm still saying it's going to be a November premiere. Um, it'll probably be 10 episodes. Uh, Ryan, what would you think? think about 
if this sh- I don't know how to word it. What if the the finale airs either on Christmas Day or on New Year's Day? Since it's a Wednesday show, if it sticks to its Wednesday time slot, it, it could happen. It could happen. What well, I mean, I'd be down for that. It would be so I I don't know why. I just think it was like if the show winds up being this much much in the same vein of Legion where it's like somehow we're going to go back and set things right and reset everything or whatever, like for that to happen or not happen on New Year's Day would be pretty damn incredible. <laughs> oh, that would be good. It's like well, I mean, think, I think I also think on Christmas Day it would be a a Scrooge type deal on Christmas yeah. Day, and he, that would he be amazing said, too. He has <laughs> said it's a very, it's like a season long Christmas special, is what he said. That's crazy. I would love to see like a Scrooge type ending. I mean. It would be corny and cheesy, but it would be like, what a perfect ending to like one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. <laughs> and and at this point, like I I understand the like if USA was like, like we really don't want to air your finale on Christmas Day or New Year's Day, like can't you do it some other day? Because nobody's gonna watch it. I also, if that happens, and if that's what he wants, like, I just love the idea of Sam Asimov being like, I mean, this is what I want, and this is the end of the show. So, you know, you're just going to re-air it 19 times before the end of the week anyway. So, (laughs) this is what, there's not a more fitting end to this show. So, yeah. Oh, no, I think it would be great. Honestly, I mean... I wouldn't, I would, I would tell people, like, I have to be at home by eight o'clock because that's what time Mr. Robot comes home. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about your Christmas party, man. I just, I gotta be at home to watch the last episode. Yeah, Jess was talking about how she was like, I don't even know if I could get to watch it. And I would just be like, look, the last four years of my life have only been about like, <laughs> A few things. My kid and this TV show. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> if only that were true for just one TV show. That's the sad part. Uh, yeah, this this show, Legion for the last year. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I guess Agents of Hey, Shiver. luckily, by the end of this year, <laughs> over half of my watching... Will be completely off the air. So, <laughs> except that they're making new shows that some of which, like Batwoman, that I'm gonna watch, but like the the marketing has done nothing. To, I was intrigued before they started marketing the show to me, and now I'm just <laughs> like the more they put it out things. there, you're like, you're killing yeah. it, man, you're killing it. I just can't. <laughs> watch, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. Um, but I'm going like, to watch it, too, but I'm with you. The marketing like, is not doing it favors. The Pennyworth stuff has me 
interested. I'm interested in Pennyworth. I just saw a trailer for it before we before I came upstairs to record. Yeah. And it premieres Actually, in like it's, four days. <laughs> it's the uh, network that has me the most interested. Epic? Because of the network. That you, Why the yeah. hell is it on Epix? <laughs> what is Epix? Is that like a like a cable channel? I can't figure. Like I've it's not even a cable channel. channel. It's like subscription only. Oh, mother. That was <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been worth it. <sighs> that pisses me off. It's kind of like the uh, CBS All Access. <laughs> Just because you have CBS doesn't mean you get the CBS All Access. So, you, if you want to watch the shows they have, you gotta pay. Um, I think it's actually owned by like Stars or something. Oh, okay. Something okay. like that. Yeah. I thought it was on HBO. They also then... have the uh, Get Shorty TV show. I think. Is it Get Shorty? Yeah. I think it's Get Shorty. Yeah, there's when it's got uh Ray Romano in it. That's huh. gonna be their two biggest shows. Get Shorty huh. and uh Pennyworth. Um but yeah, yeah that, that Pennyworth trailer <laughs> looks uh I mean it looks fun, like much like Krypton when they announced the show, and I was like, this is stupid. Why are you making a show about freaking Superman's grandparents? And mm-hmm. I watched the show and I'm just like, oh no, this is kind of good. It's not been great this season. Lobo was fun, but uh, Lobo was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, Jess, I'm assuming you don't watch Krypton. No, I haven't watched Krypton. I've heard good things about it. it it's fun. And it also involves time travel. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Um, well, it sounds like I need to watch it then. Uh, well, what channel is it on? Is that another premium sci-fi. thing? Sci-fi. Oh, it's on sci-fi. Um, okay. Can you can actually watch that. the first season if you have the DC streaming app, which has a lot of pretty good content. Um, if uh, you want to try it out for, I would say, well, I don't know if Swamp Thing is up your alley. I would say wait till the finale of Swamp Thing and then sign up so you can just binge watch all of it. Uh, Freaking Doom Patrol is amazing and doesn't involve time travel necessarily, but does involve a character with multiple personalities and different abilities um, for every one of those personalities. Um, a well, talking fine. robot man, um, a, a character that talks to the audience um, and narrates the show and is also the bad guy. And it's played by Alan Tudyk, and it's awesome. Nice. Um, it is. It has a character named Danny the Street, who is a sentient street that can teleport from place to place. So, I'm sorry, what? Yes, it is. Excuse the language. A batshit insane show, and I loved every second of it. Um, it is absolutely worth the nine bucks just to watch Doom Patrol. Uh, <laughs> Okay. And it's all there. So, or you can go buy like season one on DVD, I think now for like $24 at Target. So, um, it, it's, it's so bizarre and fantastic. Um, but, uh, Krypton season one is, was, I think still is streaming on the DC Universe app. And I, it was like, a lot of fun. Season one was a lot of fun. 
when like I remember the 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 trailer for season one, I was like, ah, come on, like this is I'm still not sold on the Adam Strange character. Like he's a little too like surfer bro dudish for me. But <laughs> he is a lot of fun. And he just like shows up in the past and he's like, Yeah, I'm here to like try to save you because like I know your grandson. He's like, My grandson. He's like, Yeah. He's Superman. He kind of wears this cape, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, this is so crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, cool. But yeah, Pen- Pennyworth, I felt the same way. Where I was like, why the hell would you make a show about the freaking butler? And then I saw the trailer <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I guess it looks good. <laughs> so I guess I'm watching it. Whatever. <laughs> It kind of had a Bond feel to me. So. Yes. That's, uh, and I was like, all right, I got to watch it. <laughs> I got to yeah. find a way to watch it. <laughs> and there's, there's, well, I'm so definitely going to watch it. There's so much other stuff coming. Uh, the boys actually premiered tonight. If you have Amazon Prime, I'm excited. I was just Prime. about to bring that up. That but... looked good. I haven't, I have to, I'll check that one out. I got Prime. I can watch that. Yeah, that's what's his name, right? From Star Trek. Um, Carl Urban. Yes. Yeah. Which, once I yeah. saw him, I was like, I need to watch the show. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw the preview and, and I saw he was in it, I was like, this might be something I need to watch. Because, hell, I, I still hadn't seen that, uh, what you call it, movie he did. Um, what? Dread? Yeah, Dread. I still hadn't what? seen Dread. So, Dread is I actually so good. haven't seen Dread either. Uh, you should watch Dread. I've um, seen a lot of his yeah, stuff. Car- I like Carl. I like Carl Urban. He's he's a he's pretty awesome when he when he wants to be. Yeah. Uh, Watchmen is coming up on HBO, which yeah, I just read something that what's his name's not too happy about Watchmen. Yeah, uh, Alan, Moore, Alan Moore has yeah. never been happy about anything in his entire life. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought <laughs> when I read it. Like, what I don't, I'm not sure if I expected him to be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's coming I'm, up. I'm sure he wasn't happy when they published the thing to begin with. <laughs> no, probably not. So, uh, Winona Earp is finally in production on season four. Yeah, I saw that finally happen. Ugh, such a like uh, mm, heartbreak, man. The show is goofy and stupid, but in like all of the best ways. Um, the all the Disney Plus stuff that's coming, the Hulu shows that got announced, Ghost Rider, Hellstorm, um, and there was some animated stuff that got announced. Um, what else is coming? think that what if show is like my biggest like what's coming can't wait to see thing like yeah really see what they're gonna do with that oh umbrella academy season two which i told jess she needs to watch umbrella academy i know it's on my list also a very long list that (laughs) that you keep making much much longer i mean (laughs) i'm not here to make your life simple (laughs) umbrella academy (laughs) is the dark phoenix story that everybody deserves to see it now i'm even more intrigued oh it involves time travel (laughs) yeah Yeah, i know you've told me that much yeah 
Um, yeah, uh, there's just like, like you said, like, oh, good. Like three or four shows, well, several shows through this year are ending that like will not be part of it, of my watching in 2020, which sucks because I enjoyed those shows. But then I look at the list of shows that are coming and I'm like, what the F man? I don't have any more time. <laughs> like I don't, I, I just don't, I can't do this. I have to stop somewhere. Like th- some shows I'm going to have to give up on. And I don't know what those shows are going to be. Maybe the walking dead. Although last season was so good. Um, I don't know. I'm definitely about to give up on all the Walking Dead anything. Because I watch Fear of the Walking Dead, and I'm just like, I, I thought this last it. episode was pretty good. It it redeemed of uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, it redeemed yeah. everything that's happened before this. Oh yeah, this season has not been great. Like the saga of can we get this plane in the air was not fun. <laughs> yeah, that well, I was gonna call it the saga of whoops, we crashed our plane. But <laughs> either one of those. Because that's how it starts. Like, oops, we crashed the plane. <laughs> um, um Yeah, and and Netflix has picked up uh or is in production of this show called Lock and Key. Which is like, oh, Netflix is probably com- about oh, that's to go based on a very good comic. Shows, oh, so you've read Lock and Key? I've read parts of it. I started reading it on a recommendation from a friend, and it is dark and fascinating. You should finish it. Although I don't know if you're excited for the show, maybe don't finish it. Um, <laughs> I mean, there is... was a there was a Lock and Key show rumored years ago, and nothing well, ever happened with it. They filmed a pilot, and it never yeah, got. Oh, you can find. Yeah, you can yeah, find yeah. the trailer on YouTube, but that's yeah. all that you can find. And then uh, I think Hulu wound up, or Amazon commissioning another pilot, and then. Uh, passed on it and then netflix stepped in and said no we're gonna pick it up but we're not picking up the pilot that you're gonna do we're starting from square one and we're gonna do the show we want to do make it i guess like it's supposed to be made uh it's written by joe hill um so i did a podcast years ago called loose staples that you can't find anywhere now and my co-host and i greg uh we we finished lock and key like through the course of the hundred episodes of that show. And to our pleasant surprise, the artist, uh, Gabriel Rodriguez, I think is his name. Um, actually listened to our podcast and would tweet us and answer our questions. And that's cool. Yes. It was very awesome. (laughs) Like I was, I nerded out so bad about that. (laughs) Um, but, uh, it is, an absolutely fascinating concept of so these kids move into the this house that their dad used to live in and the brother they, still lives there i think yeah um they find these keys and all these keys do different things when you put them in a door and then the series starts redefining what a door is because there winds up being a key. I don't know how if you made it this far. I, this isn't a spoiler because it's just telling what the key does. But there winds up being a key that you can use to unlock someone's head. 
like both physically and huh. like like literally and metaphorically you can unlock their head that and is very mess cool. with their mind i did not quite yeah, get cool. i didn't get that far but um yeah i've got it's sitting on my phone to continue reading. <laughs> it is. So I looked up Joe Hill, right? Yes, yeah, Stephen like, King's son. Damn, that looks like Stephen King. And then I'm like, <laughs> then I start reading his biography. I'm like, oh, well, that's because it's Stephen King's son. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has his, um, I think it's his mother's maiden name. Although I'm not 100% sure. I think her name well, is Is the fitting image of Stephen King. <laughs> he has another kid that writes as well that looks a lot like him too. So um but yeah Joe My Hill's got some dominant genes. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Joe Hill is an absolutely incredible freaking writer. Um well he's the executive producer on all ten episodes of Lock and Key. Yeah, yeah, he he was very much involved in uh, the the production when Netflix went to uh, went got involved in the show. So, oh, I'm excited yeah. again. I he, had not I had not heard that. He uh, he also wrote Nosferatu, which uh, AMC is currently adapting. Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, I heard it wasn't that good. Though. I watched the pilot and I just I couldn't get into it, but. Critically, it seems to be doing okay. So, yeah. No, Tabitha King's maiden name is Spruce. I don't know where Hill comes from. So, I thought it was his mom's maiden name, but I, I'm wrong. So, anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's because his middle name is Hillstrom. That's why. Okay. <laughs> so. That's an awesome middle name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah, Lock and Key, man. I can't, I can't freaking recommend it enough. One of the greatest uh, uh, comic books of all time. Like it just. And Jess, if you finish off that, I could recommend another one called Saga okay. that I think you would absolutely love. All right, I gotta, I gotta keep going with Lock and Key. Uh, um, anyway, uh, we've been rambling on forever. I guess that's a good place to end it. Uh, <laughs> Probably. Um, tweet us at Mr. Robot Podcast. Email us Mr. Robot Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I guess do those things. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you want to talk to things. people, reach out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and Jess is on Twitter at Jess in Atlanta. Yes. And yeah, you can find me there and ask me about other things. <laughs> and <laughs> and tweet I might Russo. Uh, I almost said Joe Russo. That's not his name. Uh, Jeff Russo. Jeff oh, Russo. Okay. Yeah. Jeff Russo. <laughs> tweet Jeff Russo. And because uh, what's his name is not on Twitter anymore. The creator of Legion. No, Holly. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm he doesn't tweet anymore. Not for his yeah. last tweet was like two years, two and a half years ago. <laughs> but uh, yeah, t- tweet him and tell him to start working on that dang Legion the musical because I think that would be 
fantastic. I mean, an X-Men musical? Bring it on. Give it to me. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, we'll uh, see you guys next week talking about Season 3, Episode 6 of Legion. We only have three more episodes. Oh. sad. It is very sad. I'm curious, but I'm sad. Yeah. I am Ryan. Are you going to be back? I'm not going to make any promises. So. What the hell, man? Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Until he watches the episode. We're like, have you guys recorded yet? Well, good news. Yeah, yeah, I mean, y'all got me to rewatch the the whole season. I rewatched the whole season today, so y'all got me to do that. So that was actually great. I was because I put it all together at one time. You know, (laughs) how often do you do that during the course of a season of a show? I mean, not very often. Not often because I have to work like ten hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) Here you there. Um, All right, we'll see you guys next week. Here's a little ghost for the offering Yeah, 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 yeah Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling